exciting times in Bapshi and Yaya Travel the World family. We're so happy. We have announcements coming up. Big ones. The holidays are here. Yummy turkey. And we want to share with you what makes us holiday happy. Yeah. And you know what warms our heart more than anything else this season? I bet we say the same thing at the same time. Ready? Ready? One, One, two, two, three. Books. Books. Absolutely. It's the holiday season and have we got an incredible gift giving list to share with you along with some of our favorite holiday memories and a huge intro to our New Year's announcement at the very end. Yay! So let's get started. Hit it! Happy holidays, my person. Happy holidays to you. And happy holidays to you, dear listener. We hope that you are getting ready for the hustle and bustle of the November and December season, whether you're celebrating Thanksgiving with your loved ones next week, or maybe you're getting ready for Christmas and getting those decorations up. Woo! Maybe a little Hanukkah coming your way. You know what I notice about people, Terry? What? They don't always know what to get anybody. I never know what to get anybody. Oh, my word. It is a tough thing to do. I think it's the thing we hem and haw about the most, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have to say, this year, I was totally inspired when I was on Holland America's newest ship, the Rotterdam. Okay. They had the most beautiful library. It was curated with, like, 90% of it was titles that were travel inspired, set around the world. It was so fabulous. Beautiful, bright white room. Gorge. That's where you would have found me. Uh, you would have. That's where you would have spent you know all what? of your time. Books are my thing. Exactly. Books are my thing. And I'm going to tell you, if anybody wants to get me a gift, get me a book. Book. Get me a gift card to my favorite bookstore. And you're going to hit a home run. Amen. That's what I think. And you know what? I think books are an underrated gift because they are a bit personal. But we thought we'd spend a little bit time today with you, dear listener, sharing some of our favorite travel picks in the book world. And maybe it will inspire you to give a book, get a book, and enjoy books in general. Amen. Because, you know, I tell my students, I tell everybody, a book can take you anywhere. That is so true. Books and travelers go together like peas and carrots. That's right. That's what Peanut, I'm... butter, and jelly. It is so true, isn't it? So let's look at books from a couple of different okay. angles. As travelers, we're always looking for those amazing little places to visit. No matter where we are in the world, we've got a couple of incredible bookstores and libraries that we definitely want what to What do share. I do when we say we're going somewhere? What's the first thing I start Googling? The bookstores. Local bookstores it's amazing we have such a good time and we have a couple of super good favorites start with your absolute favorite which is people aren't going to believe that this is the one that you love the most (laughs) i'm going to tell you everyone knows i'm from florida if you don't i'm from florida so anyway um there's a local bookstore there's two branches of it and it's called chamblin's book mine and when you say mine it feels like you're going into a mine of millions of books new books used books you could stay for hours every genre is there anything you can think of 
even audiobooks. They have everything there. You remember people, you used to get the CDs and listen to the stories. They still got those. Totally old school. Old I, school. I love the low ceilings and it's like you're going on an adventure. You're in a mine. It is twisty and turny and there's little rooms, there's big rooms, there's long rooms, there's fat rooms. It, it's every which way to go. It's wall to wall Books. I love it so much there. We always have a good time. My you, favorite. You could get a good stack of used books there, which are a great idea. I have to tell you, this summer, I walked past probably the most famous bookstore that there is. The line was out the door along the Seine in Paris. I'm talking about Shakespeare and Company with that beautiful emerald green sign in front of it. It was stunning to look at. I just got choked up. And, you know, I think maybe people who aren't passionate about reading might enjoy the atmosphere of a bookshop or a library as well. And I have to say, probably 50% of the people that were in the line to go in there in the queue mm -hmm. probably weren't even going in to look at a book. They were going in to take pictures because it's so beautiful. Can I tell you what you can also do there? Mm. You can spend the night. Can you really? They Yes. You have to be willing to assist. Okay. But they have like little areas where you can spend the night like a cot i think you have to sign up i don't know the process of that but i'm so jelly that i want to do it oh my gosh we have to find out about this and people i know you're saying come on people i can go on amazon and i can just download a book on my kindle or or whatever don't miss out on the experience of putting a book in your hand of getting that smell of the book mm -hmm. Feeling the spine and the pages, that is my all-time favorite. That's probably why I have hundreds of books stuck all over my house. And I refuse to download books on my Kindle. I do. I, do. I refuse. <laughs> you see me traveling, I may have three or four books with me. It's true. But I, I just can't do it. I mean, there is something called an avid reader. I would call you a voracious reader. Yes. Yes. So Shakespeare and Company was amazing and I promise you, my person. We're gonna spend the night. We're gonna spend the night there. I would love to do Just that. Just make sure, like, there's air, like it's comfy. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll we'll make sure. We'll bring your pillow. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Check. The other store that I saw in Paris, which I adored, was right outside of Luxembourg Gardens, not even a mile away. It was called the Red Wagon, and it was a English bookstore. So everything in there is something that an English reader could buy, an American reader could buy. And that's important to realize when you're going to other countries and you're looking for these amazing bookstores, you need to make sure that they have some in the language that you can read. Exactly. And Little Red, the Little Red Wagon had a children's... What a cute little name. Isn't that adorable? It had a children's... Um, storefront and then it had an adult storefront right next door. There was a little loft you could go up. Now that's not adult books. Oh no books not a not not adult books. Yeah, good. It was wait let me try that again. Not adult books. It was adult books. <laughs> love it. Love it. We just got to be clear on that because people are wondering where we're going with this. Big person books. 
Okay. Uh, you want to know another one that I saw that did have adult books in it? Oh. As well as everything else. Where were you? Amsterdam? Amsterdam. It was a place called Spew Square. And it was called the American Bookstore. I have to tell you my shocking moment. And, you know, here's the deal. Your mother. I was with my mother. And I don't think I would have been as shocked I think I was more shocked than my mother, to tell you the truth. We were walking by the storefront for this, and I couldn't see the storefront very well because they had scaffolding up. I mean, it's a European stable. Right, right. So we were walking under the scaffolding, and I turned my head, and in front of me was a woman's boob, breast, Mm. but it was very very large the picture was very large so it was larger than normal and it was it's exaggerated at me. yes and it was looking at me in black and white is what i'm saying it was a lot did you go in <laughs> i we did go in because they had some beautiful art books in the window to the side okay not art books but art books okay and we were looking for a book on rembrandt okay so we did go in and it had everything in it but it was a little shocking so past the boob you were fine past the boob i was fine and i'm sure that that was in there in many places but there was also a children's section in there yeah. amsterdam just doesn't care about the big boob in the window yeah so it is what it is now, i have to tell you i don't know have you been on tiktok and seen <sighs> the book folding people let me tell you i always fall into the tiktok hole always always right down the hole right down it but i got mesmerized by this guy i'm wa- i'm watching this person walks in with a harry potter uh-huh obviously a, a loved book of theirs right gives it to this gentleman and he starts folding away the pages and at first i'm like what are you doing how are you gonna read that again what are you doing uh-huh. but when he finished it was a piece of art i'm telling you i am as mesmerized by the book folding videos as i am by the carpet cleaning videos don't fall in that tiktok the lawn trimming videos Uh and the eight places to travel videos right i could watch that all day long i saw a woman who was a book folder and then she took the same size book she had about i want to say 16 of them and after she did these beautiful geometric folding patterns with all the pages, she opened them up and put them in frames. Yes. And then put them up in like a grid. It was the most stunning accent wall. Like, I want that in my house right Wait, now. Wait, but what is a perfect gift for your avid book reader? If you know their favorite novel, you know their favorite book, mm-hmm. what a beautiful gift that would be it would be a gorgeous gift i could not get over that and i feel like that's going to be a trend in the future that people see my problem would be what book would i do what book would you choose i don't know exactly it's hard it's hard they were beautiful and i would call them book folding artists or possibly is it possible to call them book sculpture i don't they're an artist it's an art form it is an art form the place that i originally saw it was a bookstore in New York City called The Strand. Okay. Which is world famous. It's as famous as Shakespeare and Company in New York City. Mm-hmm. They are so talented at taking books and turning them into decor. And 
a lot of their ideas find their way and travel from their great avant-garde ideas mm. into the Etsy world. And you can find some of those products on Etsy. Yeah. Gorgeous stuff. And that atmosphere in that particular store, they have the book smell. Oh. They've decorated with the books. They have the windy stacks. Mm. And more important than anything else, they have the resident cat, cat with the dusting tail. You have to have the cat. Oh my gosh. I'm not a cat person, but you got to have a cat. In a bookstore. In, in a bookstore, you have to have a cat. And quite a, can I say, also in a library. Yes. 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 I could do libraries and bookstores all over. And the let world. me say this: I have started years back with my kids. Every Christmas, they must get something they will read. That is a gift that they get. They know Mama's given them a book. I love that Christmas Eve idea from the Scandinavian countries. Iceland is probably the most uh, popular for that. Where everybody gets a book on Christmas Eve, you kind of put the fireplace on, pop a little popcorn, everybody gets in their jammies by the tree, open that book. And read. And read and have a calm, beautiful Christmas Eve. What an incredible tradition to bring into your household. Beautiful. I love that idea. Instill that love for reading. Exactly. So here's my question. Okay. As a voracious book reader, how do you drop the hint of what book you want? Well, I have, first of all, if people don't know that I want a book, mm -hmm. something's wrong. That's true. Because every time you, you see me, I got a book in my hand and I'm reading. Um, what I like to do is I have a Goodreads account. Mm -hmm. And you can go on and see the books that I'm interested, that I want to read. Mm -hmm. So that's a great way for people to be like, oh, let me see what's on her list. Mm -hmm. And if you, it's someone like you, just, I don't really know if you think they like mysteries, if you think they're going on a trip somewhere, maybe get them a book where that story takes place. The setting is in the country in which they're going to travel to. I love that idea. Uh, and if you're giving a gift to a true re reader, lover of reading, mm -hmm. you can't go wrong with anything. But it's a good idea on the Goodreads. You can see what people want to read that's on their list. I'm addicted to Goodreads. I have a, I, my Goodreads account is less than a year old, and I love it. I love mine. I do my book challenge, my yearly book challenges. Mm -hmm. I am one book away from meeting my goal, which I will finish probably tonight. Yay! So, yes. And I... I know that you wouldn't do this, but I mix my Goodreads with my Audible app because I am a you can do that listener of books. I, I sometimes listen to like when I drove I drove down to your mom's. Mm -hmm. I listen to a book. Yeah, on audio while I drove. Yes, I I am an audio listener, so it works very well for me, and I get a lot in. Okay, here's what I'd love to do. I'd love to throw out a category. Throw of it books. And let's throw it. Give our best recommendation for this particular category to kind of maybe inspire you, dear listener, to put a book in somebody's hands this holiday season. Okay, I'm All ready. Right. Throw it at me. Okay, ready? catcher's mitt on. One, two, three. For the academic, what would you get? Oh, <gasps> well, I teach sixth grade, right? And we have a topic coming up. Mm -hmm. I teach the Holocaust, right? And uh, for people listening, Bob Chan Yaya will be going to Poland soon. 
And what is a great gift? But Lily's Promise. Mm-hmm. Now, some of you may not have heard of this book. It's by Lily Elbert. She's a 98-year-old Holocaust survivor. And her and her great-grandson have made it their purpose to get her story out. And that love and courage and strength will prevail. And, you know, her goal is for this never to happen again. And if you want to check her out, she's got a TikTok Okay, and she's the cutest, loveliest lady with great stories. I love on Friday nights, she gets on TikTok. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. I love it so much. She's so sweet. She's just happy to be alive and she does not sugarcoat what has happened or avoid saying anything if there's a question asked because she wants the story known. And as years go by, people are going to forget. These young kids we have coming up, Mm -hmm. they don't know. It's history. It's not reality. Yeah. 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 Okay. Lift us up, Buttercup. Speaking of history, I am going to recommend for the academic The History of the World in Six Glasses by Tom Standage. I actually have read this book in the past, but I was reintroduced to it this year for a class I was taking on Eurocentrism. And I have to tell you, it's a delightful short read about the six beverages that changed human history and changed our planet. And I bet you're already guessing some of them, dear listener. I would say, what do you, what do you think? What do you think is, is one of them? And it's not water. Wine. Definitely wine is on the list. A couple of other really good ones are coffee, tea. There's quite a few on there, six to be exact, by Tom Standage. And it kind of brings you through history and shows how these six beverages influenced everything that happened. And a couple of the sayings that we use and a couple of the different idioms that are out there. Very fun. Okay, are you ready for the next the next category? I, I think I am. Okay. If you had to give a book to somebody who loves a romance novel, what would you give this traveling friend? Okay, first of all, I'm not gonna mention Harlequin romances. Thank you. Okay, those are those are <laughs> I mean, everybody loves a trashy novel every now and then with Fabio on the front cover. Okay. <laughs> but I want something you can really get into. Mm-hmm. I have the summer house in Santorini. Oh, fun. So by Samantha Parks. So what do you want to do when your heart's broken and you're in a dark spot? I'm going to go to Greece. I'm going to go to Santorini and I am going to repair myself. And maybe love will rear its head. So lovely. Santorini. Santorini with the beautiful turquoise water. What it would just say it would just soothe your soul. It would soothe your soul. I would like it. It gets very windy in the winter though. Okay, so maybe you have heartbreak not in the winter time. There it is. Okay. Okay. I have a series of books that starts with a title called The Little Cafe in Copenhagen by Julie Kaplan. It sounds cozy. Total typical romance. You're going to know how the book ends. Here's what I like about Julie Kaplan's writing. She's fabulous at describing setting. 
I love it. That's so important. The first book I read by her was called The Tea House in Tokyo, I think. And because I had lived there for some time, I was reading her description. She was so spot on with the customs and the way things were delivered and how everything went that I started kind of investigating this little series of books Far more for her descriptions of the setting than for the predictable story that came with it. So as a traveler, if you're looking for a light, breezy beach romance that you love to read about those settings, this is the book for you. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Go this one, I think, is right up your alley. Okay, go for it. For the power planner. Oh, I am a power planner. Oh, you are. I am. Okay. The book that I rely on as a planner and somebody who organizes all of those things, like, I love to do that. I love this book called Travel Listography from the Listography People. Yes. It is the quickest journal and the best place to kind of get your memories and your goals kind of in line with each other so you can make the best next decisions. Oh, and everyone, I want you to know that she is the planner in this group. I tend to float around a little bit, and she keeps us organized and planned. But for the travel, the power planner, the book, 1,000 Places to See Before You Die. Who doesn't have a bucket list? Everyone has that list in their head of the places they want to go. This place gives you a 1,000. You can look it up. It tells you about hidden gems, cafes, museums, cathedrals, anything you can think of on these wonderful places to see before you die. This Patricia Schultz series is a perennial travel favorite. It, I think it is the first book a new traveler should put in their hands, yes. to tell you the truth, because it comes in a couple of different forms. This is the original one, A Thousand Places to See Before You Die, but there is one about national parks, one about just the U.S., one about just Europe, one about just art. There is a workbook that goes with it. She's kind of built her industry right. around this idea. I think this is a great place if you're ready to start power planning your travel lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If we're going to talk about the power planner, we've got to talk about then the logistics lover, the person who loves to put everything in a box in place. Yes. Well, a friend of mine, I was on Facebook and I saw that she was, I'm Swedish death cleaning today. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know she was Swedish. I don't know who died. <laughs> what are we talking about? So I looked at the book, The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning by Margarita Magnusson. 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 Yeah. And I was like, I am on board. It's fascinating. Because she's talking about, you know, why wait until she's having to go through all the stuff of a loved one after they die? People take care of that before you go, mm -hmm. you know? clean out the stuff you don't need and that the person that's left behind doesn't want either. No joke. Get rid of it. I love your rule. If you haven't touched it in a year, mm -hmm. throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. And so this Swedish death cleaning is a true thing. I know it sounds, it sounds a little harsh, 
But come on, guys, we all need a little organization in our life. And I think maybe the idea here is coming from two directions. It is something from another country that maybe we'd be interested in for sure. But to me, the more organized you are in your daily life, yes, the more focus you have for your travel life. Amen. Right? Yes. So I'm going to piggyback right on Go. This I know where book. you're going. I know it. I'm going for the most, probably the most famous organizing book that's out there right now, which is called Spark Joy by Marie Kondo. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, Marie. I so agree with her philosophy yes. of valuing everything you surround yourself with it changed my life completely especially and I have to say this especially because as moms of young kids mm-hmm. we're in plastic heaven everything is plastic oh, yes. everything is disposable everything is in one day and out the next mm-hmm. and broke. As you get older, you don't want that. And that's, I think, when these kind of ideas become more valuable. And you wind up spending less money on replacing things. And that puts more money into your, your travel budget. Let's be pragmatic for a minute. Organization is a way to solve your travel budget concerns, which is why we think they're so important to be on here. So let's talk about those busy mamas. Can I ask you this, though? Go for it. How many times, if you're shopping now, Mm -hmm. do you look at something and go, does this spark joy? I don't know that I necessarily say, does this spark joy? I say, I think what I say to myself is, is this something I honestly need to solve a problem? Mm -hmm. Or is this something that... encourages no enhances is Mm. probably the word enhances what i already own gotcha so i'm a spark joy person yeah i i mean i definitely look at it through that lens i don't know that i necessarily go spark joy you know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that i say that um i probably did in the beginning when i read that book because i love it and if you need to get a little encouragement on that she is still on netflix the, yeah. Um. Her her little small show is still on Netflix. I loved her. I thought she, I just think she's amazing. So busy mamas, busy mamas. We have a lot of new busy mamas in our world. We do. Yeah, yeah. Your daughter has a little growing family with your sweet little babu over yes. there. Yes. We love him. So you know what? I could gift them this book. You could. Travel Mom's Ultimate Book of Family Travel by Emily Kaufman. And traveling with little ones is, is not, just, it's a different world. And we praise you. It's a different challenge. And honor you, moms of young little ones. Yes. We totally understand. We're out of it. We're handing those kids right back. Yeah. We're done. But this book is great mm-hmm. because it helps you with every step of the planning. It does. And keeps in mind the children right because you know if you go somewhere and there's nothing for the children to do and they're not having a good time you're not going to have a good time yeah you own that problem yep. yeah yes so this kind of keeps you organized and keeps you on the right track to pre- be preventative yes yes okay 
kids get a little bit older. Mm. Kids get a little bit wiser. And parents have to look at what's going on in this world a little bit differently. Agree. There is a great book that DK Publishing just put out called Banned Books. And banned books might be a hot topic for some people. It might be a passe topic for other people. It might be a historical topic. I have to say, I think it's important to just kind of know the what and the why so that you can make the best decision as a parent for your child because as teachers, we believe that that power is in raising your family in your values. Mm -hmm. So we support anybody who puts a book in hands. And when you do it well, your child will only benefit regardless of the book. So this would be awesome because then it gives you the facts mm -hmm. of what books are banned and why. And mm -hmm. then you make the decision whether exactly you want to put that book in your child's hands yeah informed decisions for young minds yes which i think we think is so critical i have to tell you i was in kansas city this past spring their library parking garage it's like a two-story mm -hmm. structure has giant two-story high book spines that decorate it it's something you can google and they are all previously banned books mm. it's such an homage to the freedom of putting your eyes on pages regardless of what other people think gotcha and i love that idea i, I love too. that idea okay i think this could be your favorite top this could be your favorite genre okay i love it i know you do i do i i if I have to choose a book, this is probably the section I'm going to after travel. So tell me. Okay. We're going for the murder mystery maniac in your life. What are you going to choose? Uh, lately, I read, it's called The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Mm -hmm. It's a mystery. Yeah. You're going to a destination wedding off the coast of Ireland. Mm -hmm. And someone dies. Dun, dun, dun. And you got to figure out. Who done it? I love this. The characters are great. The way she describes the characters in your mind, I know you're hoping it was this person who did it. Uh -huh. So it's just it's a it's a good read. It's a good read. I love those kind. Okay. That one's a little newer. You're going classic. I'm going classic. I'm going with my absolute favorite love of your life. Murder mystery author for sure. And I'm choosing this because the movie came out this year. Okay. Okay. So okay. it was out this summer. I'm going with Dame Agatha Christie's classic, Death on the Nile. Oh, it was so good to read again. It's like coming home to an old friend. It was like getting a warm hug. It is. I... I'm somebody who loves to reread. Mm -hmm. I, I do not need to have four million books. I can read the one million books I have over and over and over again. I'm very happy with that. This book I read again this summer and it was so Better nice. than the next time. It was so much better you than the last time. You get something every time you read it. Yes. And especially with her writing. Right. You see every little detail and clue she left for you along the breadcrumb trail. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Amazing. Okay. 
Let's go to one of our favorite destinations for this next part. So many people love to go and explore Europe. What would you get for the European wanderer in your life? Okay, this past summer, I read One Italian Summer mm -hmm. by Rebecca Cyril. 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 Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. Um, and it's a wonderful trip that this daughter takes. Mm -hmm. She'd been waiting years to take this trip with her mom, and her mom passed away. Mm -hmm. she decides she's going to go and stay in the same hotel, the place where her mom was when she was younger. And it's just a beautiful read. And you feel that she kind of comes to closure with things with her mother. And it's just a beautiful read. I love that idea. I just love that satisfaction of the way this story kind of comes mm -hmm. together. Right. It's a great read. It is. I am going to choose this great book by Tracy Chevalier. She has been doing a few in her series. This one is kind of the one that kicked it off. It's called The Girl with the Pearl Earring, which is based on a Vermeer painting. Okay. So you take this great piece of art, and I think everybody can kind of picture this particular painting in their head. This is the one with the girl who's kind of turned to the side. You see her beautiful pearl earring, uh -huh. and she's kind of got her head covered uh -huh. with almost a backwards veil in a way, uh -huh. right? So I think everybody can see that in their mind. This is based on that enigmatic painting. Okay. And it's her kind of interpretation and storytelling and adventure of what is up with this mysterious girl with the pearl earring and what her story is and what adventure she winds up on. So, and it kind of an amazing idea, I think. Okay. I love that idea. The newest one that I'm reading is The Lady with the Unicorn. Oh. Yeah, which is another huge piece of art. I love that. So now let's hit on for our outdoorsy enthusiasts. Go for it. Okay. I read Into the Wild. Which could be in the murder mystery category in a way, but really belongs in the outdoorsy enthusiast. Yes, because mm. the character... Decides to leave his job, leave his family, leave his friends, sell everything he has, and mm -hmm. head into the Alaska wilderness where eventually his body's found. Oh, my gosh. I mean, great. Everybody get outdoors and have a great time, but this kind of could have gone into the murder mystery. This or... is extreme. Yeah. It's yes. extreme. Yes. I found a great book that I gifted someone, and it is called... The Lost Art of Reading Nature's Signs Ooh. by Tristan Gooley, which is all about getting out in nature and understanding what our Mother Earth is telling you by what's surrounding you. What is the health of the area that you're in? What can you learn about this particular area historically? Okay. Yeah, pretty cool. So I loved that. Our last category 
is for the kiddos. We don't ever want to forget them. We can't. We can't. But we're going to actually take a moment and introduce a great friend of our show. Her name is Lauren Pelkey, and she writes an incredible series called Wally the Wandering Wallaby. And she is going to talk a little bit about those incredible books that she writes. We had a great conversation, and we're going to go ahead and give her a little bit of time right now to share that with you. It's a perfect under the tree gift for the little wanderer in your life. You're listening to Bob Sheen Yaya Travel the World, and we hope that you are enjoying today's conversation. We invite you to become part of our travel community. So head on over to bobsheenyaya.com. That's B A B C I A and Y-I-A, Y-I-A. And subscribe to our blog so that you can be kept in the loop as we talk about destinations and how to make travel a priority in your daily life. Whether you are travel dreaming or you've got boarding passes in your hand, we've got the resources, plans, and plenty of inspiration to get you ready for whatever adventure awaits. You can find us on all the social media at Bob and Yaya, and we hope that we see you there. So we want to seek out all of those great bookshops and libraries in our destinations. We want to carve out the time to find those dusty corners and the sleepy kitties who supervise all the stacks. Yes. Take on the Scandinavian custom of Christmas Eve reading. Pop some popcorn, guys. Put on some low music and have everyone crack open that brand new book. And if you're looking to plot out your next amazing trip, you can use Plotted, a literary atlas. And we want to let you know every book that we suggested to you today is on Amazon.com or at your local bookstores. They're pretty easy to get your hands on in a couple of days. So it could always be a great last minute gift. Speaking of a last minute gift, what would you like in your Christmas stocking? You know what I like? Because I'm laying in bed. I'm reading my book. My hands go get tired. So I love, it's called If Little Book Holder. So adorable. It's a book holder. And it's so amazing and help. It's on Amazon. Amazon.com. Hands-free reading. All you have to do is turn pages. That's right. It holds the pages open for Does. you. Does. Yes. Makes it a little one-handed and helps at the beach too, I think. Yes. Yeah. I like those. Hey, listen, from our house and our travel family to yours, we wish you guys a happy holidays. Happy reading. Absolutely. And we are going to see you in January with our next episode. We're going to take a little hiatus this season and we're going to come back in January with our next episode about the amazing area of the world that is coastal Norway. Looking forward to that. We have a couple of other great places to come up. We'll kind of put our feet back in Paris for a little bit, maybe head over to Amsterdam. Let's do it. Yeah, talk about a little travel organization. We've got quite a few things coming. Our annual favorites, we have our plus size show coming up, our art and travel show coming up for you. So tons to meet you. Tons, tons, tons. In the new year, plus. What? We have an amazing announcement to make this 
coming January. We can't wait to share our huge news with you. We are so excited. We hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. We drop two episodes every month for year-round travel fun. You can find more tips, hacks, destination guides, and inspiration at bobsheandyaya.com. That's also where you'll find information about our upcoming workshops and our upcoming small group travel experiences. That's right. We'd love for you to join us during our travel season as we take in glorious destinations like Edinburgh, Paris, Warsaw, and Amsterdam. It's going to be so much fun. Don't hesitate to leave us a little comment or a review, especially over there on iTunes where the numbers do all the talking. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on all the social media, including TikTok and Facebook, by searching at Babshi and Yaya. That's B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A-Y-I-A. We look forward to sharing our next episode with you. We're not pregnant. Okay. <laughs> so nobody guess that. Okay. We're not pregnant. Please. We're not that. But Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't see it. It's the next part. Okay, I'm ready. Can I go now? Yeah, okay. Can't you too.